1: Welcome to Quitters Never Give Up. We're the podcast for the obsessive Kevin and Bean fan. We try to cover everything in the Kevin and Bean creative universe. Today, we're going to do the podcast roundup, kind of a janky version of the week that was, and we have a special guest, Luke Johnson. So why don't we just start off with that? Introduce yourself, Luke. Tell us a little bit about how you found Kevin and Bean and how you found us.
2: Right on. Hey, party people. Good to, uh, get to be on the uh, continuation of the Afro line or, uh, you know, Town 2.0 i i love all the all the content that's come out of the uh kind of the the, the shadow of the kevin and bean show right so um I, I heard about the pod through Lindsay's amazing appearance on cup of tea in a chat i thought she did awesome and uh ed you know you're an afro call legend so it's it's great to uh put your your face to to a voice here and uh yeah, and then uh, Jen, I've had enjoyed what you guys have done on the podcast. I've gone back and listened to all the all the episodes. You know, you guys keep them nice and short. So, um, I wanted to come on because Lindsay mentioned, you know, how she kind of found and kept a friendship through Kevin and Bean, and I'd, I've done the same thing. My buddy Ando, shout out to him, still living, still living out in LA, um, introduced me to Kevin and Bean around two thousand ten. You know, that was heavy in the the Mike Catherwood working the board era. Yeah, Eric, uh, one of my favorite, favorite eras. And then, you know, made our way through Lisa May and producer Cleo and, um, you know, the death of of the live shows, unfortunately. Um, That's for uh, that's for Omar. It was worth
1: it just for that show. That show was amazing. Right. Right
2: um anyway i was just a huge fan of of the show and i never lived in la myself but i just loved you know all the people and and the way that the show came together and uh it's something that me and my buddy even though we've pretty much never lived in the same state since high school which was 1997 we still chat about kevin and bean or whatever's going on a cup of tea or whatever's going on um on the ralph report and it's just a nice way to stay in touch and have something to chat about and. Uh, same way i appreciate what you guys are doing here on the show i think it's great reliving some old moments and making some new friends so thanks for having me on
1: oh thank you very much now you said you started listening in 2010 right
2: right around there yeah
1: did you say your friend got you into it were you visiting or you said you grew up here how did that happen
2: yeah i've lived in uh, arizona and colorado for most of my uh, you know, high school and beyond, life and uh, yeah, my buddy Ando lived in L.A. pretty much his whole life, and uh, I would go out there and visit, and we'd be driving around, you know, going who knows where. Obviously, L.A. and traffic and all that fun stuff, and he'd throw on Kevin and Bean, and I would just I remember thinking it was pretty great. And he was like, "Oh, you can listen to this too. But check out, there's a, a podcast, and it was definitely one of the. I mean, that was back when almost all podcasts were just radio shows that were." you know, tamp down to, to be podcasts. And uh, I remember picking that up and I think I probably listened to every episode they put out, you know, um, from 2010 on until, until that fateful day when they were uh, fired over the phone in the middle of a pandemic. Shout out to, uh, to Ali there. So, yeah.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. In the old days, see, I was lucky. I worked for myself. I cleaned pools so I could listen to Kevin and Bean from the time they went on the air till the time they went off right but the signal was really poor i mean that was kind of a, a joke in those days so when they started doing podcasts i would go well i i missed that show because the signal was bad where i was and then i could just pick it up the next day so yeah even though even in this area we couldn't get given me all the time so i was kind of in the same boat as a guy from colorado
2: <laughs> yeah well and i remember it was a big deal when they shifted to doing you know, more than one showbiz beat, you know, I was like, yes, more content. Thank you, uh, King of Mexico, for actually pulling in, you know, a couple extra minutes so that the podcast was more than just a, an hour six, which I know is Bean's preferred uh, length for any and all podcasts. So anyway, I, I'm down for a little more.
1: I think it's the law. That's at least that's pretty <laughs> right? much. Yeah, you're yeah. right. They used to do the um, the podcast with just one showbiz beat at first.
2: Mm-hmm. that was it you would hear the first one and end. then it'd be over yeah
1: and you'd kind of get pretty much the whole show except for songs towards the end which was great for us
2: right right yeah yeah and let I me mean, shout out to the kevin and bean archive i would head over there sometimes if i heard about a particular you know segment or something that for some reason didn't make the podcast but was making news you know on other segments i was like well i probably should go back and listen to what actually happened here because it seems like it was a big deal but not big enough for king of mexico to leave it in the pot of course but uh just fits in with the whole janky tradition right
1: oh we're huge fans of stockdale that guy he's the man absolutely (laughs) i wanted to be kevin and beans number one fan i thought i'm gonna get a bunch of junk on and they're gonna mention me and then i went to the archive and i'm like well i'm playing for second place (laughs) Yeah, amazing no yeah Yeah, we want to get him on someday yeah for sure so tell us about your podcast what is it about
2: Oh, thanks for asking. Yeah. Uh, Shameless self plug. Um, We do a podcast called the gilded playlist as in gilding the lily. Uh, And the concept is, have you guys ever recommended a song to a friend and you feel like that recommendation is a little bit affected by the fact that you are the one recommending it anyway, that's what the basis of the podcast is, is me and my buddies all throw songs into a playlist uh, anonymously. And then we all take turns listening to it on our own And then we vote anonymously as well and actually see which songs come out as the best songs available. So it's a it's a fun time. It allows us to explore new music, keep up with my my buddies from college. And uh, we've put together, I think, a pretty decent playlist uh, in the end. We've been doing it for about a year now we started it basically out of boredom from the from the pandemic and uh we we're all stuck in our houses and so we put this together so yeah go over and check it out if, if you don't mind at uh thegildedplaylist.com that's g-i-l-d-e-d playlist.com excellent yeah
1: yeah you got me to thinking you there's a famous movie about a guy that works in a record store and who's a snob uh what is it called? yes
2: um, uh well capital records no no, no, uh, no what, what,
1: Jack Black.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, high Fidelity.
1: High Fidelity. Yes, and absolutely. Anyways, I had a friend that was just like that guy. Uh uh-huh. Anything that sold 10 copies he hated and mm-hmm. he was an idiot for listening to it. So if I recommended a song to him, there's no possible way. <laughs> so I love how you put some randomness into it. Yes. So there can't be any bias. Oh, well, he recommended it. I'm not going to listen. Brilliant. I love that.
2: Thank you. That was the goal. We're just trying to give all the songs a fair shake. And, hey, if you don't know who submitted it and you're listening and you like it, you vote yes. And then it turns out, hey, that's a really good song because all of us voted yes. You know, that kind of thing. So oh, I like so
0: it. how much does it uh, clash with the K-Rock playlist?
2: Um, well, there's only ever been one Red Hot Chili Peppers submit. Thank goodness. Right. Um, yeah. Right. So, yes, I think we've chosen the cream of the crop from some K-ri- K-Rock songs uh but then we've kind of veered off in our own direction at times and and one of my buddies is like a, a digital nomad he he lives in like japan and turkey and and so he's exposed to all kinds of you know cool music and but we all went to high school and college together so we all kind of have the same roots and it's interesting to see what we've all kind of gotten into over time
1: what's the like the most recent list you can you, you did? can you think of any songs from that one
2: yeah, I mean, have you guys heard of a guy named um, Harmar Superstar? He oh, plays yeah. he plays songs that are like uh, you know. He
1: works with laid the Sklar back.
2: Brothers, right? Uh, <laughs> he should, right? I don't no, think no, no. so. I but...
1: think he does. They, they oh, talk does, about is, him a lot. Are
2: they friends? Okay, Randy that might and Jason be.
1: Sklar. I think they're friends. Yeah.
2: Well, they and they Harmar Sklar Brothers, Superstar. Um, here's a little sample of a song that that made it to the guild, as we say. It's called "Lady, You Shot Me." It's a little throwback, a little vintage, and that's just you know. There's also rock songs and rap songs. I mean, we try to we try to throw all the genres out there. So um, yeah, come check it out, and then you can play along. Every week we publish the playlist of Spotify. So if you want to listen and submit your own votes, uh, you can do that. So yeah, we'd love to have more listeners and more people participating. That's all part of the fun.
3: Was that the song that got automatically submitted because uh, two people voted on it?
2: Chris, you've listened. Yeah, exactly. That it it hit this insane thing that we never thought would happen. Right. Cause it's freaking Spotify. But the concept was if two of us anonymously submit the same song on the same week, that it automatically gets, gets the guild, And that's what happened to that song. My buddy and I, without realizing it, uh, and I guess that goes to show you how good buddies we are and how synced in we are musically, you know, that, uh, we both submitted the same song out of the billions of songs on Spotify. Uh, there we were so yeah it worked out pretty amazingly and we were we were shocked it was it was a good time
1: yeah that, that was a
3: great song that was the best song of the podcast I think.
1: Or well the fix was in
2: <laughs> right yeah there's the an honor system
1: mm-hmm.
2: there's an honor system we try to play with you know but uh you know try to say no shenanigans that kind of thing so
3: yeah you have a referee right
2: We do. Our commissioner. He's a guy that doesn't necessarily cares about music, care about music, but uh, he's a good friend of ours and just likes to hang out and participate whatever way he can. And so we send him the music and then he randomly compiles it without telling us who submitted what kind of helps keep the whole thing running. Yeah. So, you know, it's an overly complicated way to share music. We agree. But uh, like we said, it was the middle of pandemic. What else did we have to do? And we've uh, we liked it. So we kept it going yeah
4: do all the songs make it onto the Spotify playlist or just the gilded one
2: we you can go listen to every submission ever um we have those available, but then the idea is that only the songs that get a hundred percent approval make it onto the gilded playlist so yeah, we've submitted okay. a couple hundred songs and about forty or fifty have made it you know so it's like a thirty percent thirty five percent or so tend to make the cut you know so we're a uh, a discerning group i would say you know hard to thread that needle and find that you know what song is gonna is gonna f- hit everybody's sweet spot you know
3: and did i hear correctly um you listeners also get to vote
2: too? yeah yeah so if you want to go to the website yeah we'll will there'll be a current playlist that's linked there every single week we usually record on saturdays And then there's a voting form that's just used uh, Google Forms. And if uh, the listeners have 50% approval or more, then they kind of get to give it one extra one up between me and my buddies. So the idea is that if everybody that hosts the podcast votes yes and the listeners vote yes, then that's, that's a guild as we say. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for giving me a chance for the plug. We'd love for, for some of y'all and some of the janksters and some of the cup of tea folks to come over and listen and, and uh partake in our 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 silly little game,
3: yeah, and I love podcasts, so I listened to so many of them, and it was really entertaining. It was cool
2: thanks, Chris, man. great to say
1: now have you had the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald on yet?
2: <laughs> we have not there what? have been a couple joke submits that have come through uh, but wreck of the Edmund hey, Fitzgerald not did not a make a cut.
1: when I submitted that <laughs>
2: well. I'm sure Bean would too, right? Maybe if you and Bean work together, you both submit it the same week, there's nothing we can do. The rules have been written, right? So we'd have to take it.
4: I was listening to your podcast as well. I'm glad you came on to explain it because I was – the way you have it broken down in the Google Sheets and everything, and I'm trying to follow along. I'm like, what are we doing? I don't mm. – <laughs> Yes. I just tried doing something else and stuff. So I'm glad you, but you explained it perfectly.
2: Right, perfect. Thank you. Yeah. There are we
4: people out there that want to listen to it.
2: We'll admit, uh, there's some certain lingo and things that we've adopted that maybe we don't reset to every single week. Maybe like we should, we're not professionals like Ralph and Bean, you know, we're just out here trying to have fun. So I agree, probably maybe not the easiest first listen, but we're trying, we're working on it. So thank you, Jen, for listening. And hopefully if you listen to a couple more episodes, uh, you'll be right there with yeah. all the lingo. Yeah.
4: And, uh, and then where are you in Colorado?
2: Uh, I live in Boulder. So just, just outside of Denver, um, we've got the beautiful mountains and, you know, got little can stay away from downtown, but still get a little bit of the mountain feel. So, uh, yeah, my wife went to college here. I dragged her down to Tucson for a little while after we got married. And eventually we said, well, we're going to move back to the mountains. And, And Boulder was a, was a nice choice. So we've been living here for the last couple of years. And it's been great. I did bring a few clips being a podcast producer of my own. Um, some of these somehow, I think I collected them way back when and was using them as like, text tones or tones, but then when you hear some of the clips that I brought, I think that might be kind of confusing, and it was confusing even to me as well. Um, so the, for some reason, the first one I have is, uh, I think it was when Ralph did the, where he was a, there was like two robots that talked to each other, and then they, they imagined, hey, what would happen if Kevin and Bean had robot versions of themselves, and they started talking to each other, and then Ralph did it, which of course led to this that one always got a kick out of that one you guys rem- i think i'm remembering that right is that dropping yeah guys- clever
0: bot where they were like Cleverbot. talking to each other and then they were kind of like uh, like what's your name i just told you what my name was and they were <laughs> yes. like getting into mm-hmm. an argument about it it was great
2: i'm not a robot i'm a unicorn yeah that's exactly. that's it mm-hmm. yeah uh, and then <laughs> another one of my favorites on, was oh yeah did you say I- you
1: like made that your ringtone I
2: think I had it as like a text tone, nice. not a ring tone per se. But You're you know, the right place then. Yeah. I would get something from like my dad or my mom or I don't know who I, and this is what it would be. So yeah. Um not yeah. not normal, I realize, but hopefully, you know, For this fitting in with this crew. Normal. Perfect. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Lindsay has a whole thing cut out of uh of our text tone talk,
2: uh, Lindsay doesn't know what we're talking about. I
0: don't about. know what you're talking about, <laughs> besides the story about well, Chakarone being a ringtone. But Ed, Ed, oh yeah, I think Eddie like just. Dis- Edwin and I to... got
3: yeah. We took a deep dive into our old ringtones from 2000, and and it never made the podcast. <laughs> Surprisingly, yeah.
0: it's c- crazy.
2: Another one I pulled uh, a classic from. I think that they started using it over and over again, but the murder button. Murder. I'm sure you guys have pulled this one or used this one as well right at times
1: or at least I thought it think we've talked about it yeah oh, right yeah, or thought we about it clip. yeah
2: <laughs> i think it was like you know back in the uh the hills days right like there was just certain people that they would just be like well you just don't deserve to be on this earth anymore so if there was a way that we could just send this through twitter right that was the idea um another random one that i i Probably need some help on this one, uh, but there was a time when like Angelina came on the show, Angelina Jolie came on the show, but Kevin wasn't there, and Kevin wanted to know if she asked about him, and yes! so of course Kevin asked Omar to yeah. make this. Did Angelina Jolie ask about Kevin? And I just how random, but also hilarious. Like, and shout out to Omar. Like, what a what a great drop. Do you guys remember this one?
0: Yes, that yeah. was when, I think it was when they all went to Comic-Con or something like that, and Ralph was on a panel yes. with, or hosting a panel with Angelina Jolie, and that's at some was. point in playing those clips, like, Kevin, like, chimed in at the end, it was like, in the movie, because they were talking about a movie, mm-hmm. but yes, I, I don't remember that much more, but yeah, that that's one of my favorite clips, too.
2: So good, and yeah, just another, I mean you imagine the stuff that got thrown at omar over the years of like hey can you make this can you do this and he was like can do and he would go into his little lab and throw this stuff together um yeah uh another random one i think from a live show uh because it involves doto uh everybody's favorite doto uh and something that i once tweeted at Bean, the, the words of this drop and he retweeted so i was pretty happy about that and that is this one it's uh, you know, for some reason they asked Doto something and Doto being the brilliant person that he is, was like, Why not bean? This is America and it's like that wasn't really an answer to the question. But then again, what when were Doto's answers ever straightforward?
0: I feel like I'm filling in all of the rest of these the context for this, but this was at a um uh, is a double D.
2: It
0: it was at a Miss Double D and I yeah. think the question was, uh, would you ever date any of these people or something like that or bang them? And he was like, Why not? Yeah, so you know, you're why right, not? It was
1: a double D contest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you're also right, Luke. When did Doto's answers ever match the question? So.
2: Almost never. Right. And that was the uh, that was the whole point. Um, well, hopefully this one next one comes through, too, because it's just talking. Um, but it was leading up to one of my favorite Kevin drops. Uh, but it's just him saying, uh, stumbling over his words, saying, how do you keep your head about your how do you keep your head about your, uh, okay. which is another perfect Kevin question that I'm sure he asked at some interview and people just moved right past it. Uh, but my all time favorite Kevin drop uh, involves him eventually saying that's a toss up. Uh, but on his way there, it's a little harder to get there. Manuasa, that's a toss up. That's a toss up. Uh, did we ever get to the bottom of what he was actually trying to say before he said, that's a toss up.
1: Not in the least.
2: No. Yeah, I think so. I the think moments it's good for itself
3: personally. <laughs> yeah, the moments live longer than what the moments were about. Right, Very exactly.
0: Well so, Christopher, do you are you ready to do um, your podcast roundup?
3: Uh, yeah. I thought we would uh, do some uh, quitters never give up news first. Go for it. All right. So, um, first part, uh, we found out this week that Mark Hoppus was diagnosed with cancer. So, we want to all send him out the best best wishes for recovery. Edwin brought up that this week is uh, Lisa May's birthday. So Edwin wanted to take a deep dive into some of our favorite Lisa May moments.
1: What What a sweetheart she is, and I'm so glad she's on the Kevin and Bean social club nowadays reacting with the fans. Anyway, I just brought one of my favorite clips.
3: I told them all, all the little gangsters, who you think helped
4: mold them all. Now you want to run around and talk about guns like I ain't got none. What you think I sold them all?
5: Dear Kevin, I mean, this email begins from longtime contributor and listener Edwin. He writes in. Tell me what you think about this idea, Edwin? Right? Like ever
6: No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry.
5: L- like everyone, I love Lisa's rapping, but I think we need to come up with her rap name. How about... LL Cool May. Yeah. The LL LL stands for Lick Lisa. That's pretty darn good, right? Pretty strong. Name. LL Cool May. Edward, well done, my friend. I love it.
1: By the way, Lisa rapping—that's my favorite thing. She was so funny at that, and they used to put videos of her rapping, and she was getting all into it. Cutest thing you'll ever see.
2: Lisa May was the best, and yeah, those raps were amazing. Like, there's other clips of hers that are—it's like she is legit on beat doing great i remember that was a great time so yeah shout out lisa may that was super fun
3: luke uh, do you have a favorite lisa moment
2: uh well there's the 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 craig craig wilson moment right when she's trying to introduce uh and now see now i now she screwed me up and then i can't even think of it uh from the office yeah. craig robinson right and she's like craig Craig Wilson, no, and like you can tell, she knows it's not right, but she absolutely cannot get there. Uh, yeah, so that that one probably stands out for me. Um, and yeah, that was back when I first started listening. So yeah, to me, like Lisa May being in the background, you know, along with uh, along with with Psycho Mike, that was those were the glory days, you know, at the, at the beginning. What about you, Jen?
4: Um, she was such the heart of the group while she was there for so long, and. Yeah, she's, like, friends with us on the Kevin and Bean Social Club, and she's interactive, and she had a wonderful video the other day because of the heat. I think she's in Palm Desert. Yeah. And um, she's just, I don't know, she's just a lovely little angel, you know, just kind of putting her little positivity everywhere.
3: Yeah, she's got the strength code gym out there Mm -hmm. in Palm Springs. I brought in uh, the QVC one. That one was my favorite. Yes. Oh, yeah, great call.
0: Yes. Hmm.
3: So nervous when we make Happy
0: this holidays day. from QVC. This is Ruth. Can I have your item number, please?
7: Hi, Ruth. This is uh, Kevin and Bean. We're calling from K Rock Radio in Southern California. We're on the air. How are you? Uh, I'm fine.
5: Terrific. Ruth, every year for Christmas, we call the QVC with our friend Lisa, who works with us here on the show. And Hi, we, Ruth. And we buy Hi. for her whatever is on the screen. And th- this is, uh, I have an account with you, and we do purchase it, and we're not mm-hmm. going to waste your time here, but we. Don't know what item you're currently selling, but we would like to purchase it. Whatever's on the screen. What's on the screen right now that you guys are selling?
0: Uh, what I have um, on my screen right now is a Samsung 29-inch uh, oh. widescreen high-resolution oh. television.
7: No!
5: Number
7: M2954. Wait a minute. What
0: is... Wait. It's, it's a 29-inch? A, t- a high-resolution? It's like a... like a D. Is that a TV those? screen? HDTV thing? It's a... Um, oh, let me read... Uh, no, just read
7: the price. Really, is oh.
0: no no. I, flat screen. It's widescreen. Uh, it it has a high resolution PC monitor. Oh. I don't know oh. the a high resolution
5: it, PC that's those monitor. those flat monitors. Oh Twenty nine inches. God. I hope we don't get disconnected, Ruth. It would be awful if we had to call back okay, in ten minutes. Ruth. Mm. How much? What is hap- this item? Ruth? What happened to the southwestern <laughs> jewelry? <laughs> let ruth speak what's the price what is it how much uh, it is right now it is four
2: thousand oh, eight hundred and eighty five dollars twenty five oh, oh. no. it turned Didn't out it end up prank, being right? yeah it was a, wasn't that the one where it was actually cleo or somebody uh, on the other line yeah, um
0: could, it was yeah. ralph's friend uh, i can't remember her name but oh, okay they say it at the end of the clip but that Ralph was, was in of- on it that was on the year they recalled Santa Claus, their, like, Christmas album. I remember that very, very well. This, that's one of my—there that, that, you go. That's one of my favorite Lisa May moments ever.
1: Yeah. That was a great one. It's
3: amazing to look back and see how expensive a 29-inch flat-screen TV was back then, how it was good to see someone prank and get the best of Kevin and Bean. hmm
2: They were sweating. You guys uh, let's remember
1: the other items they got her for her birthday? One was like a little Apollo model and, like, broke the next day. Turquoise jewelry, where you make your own jewelry. A little robot dog. Yeah, they, they really broke the bank for Lisa.
3: Yeah, I guess that whole situation needs a little bit of backstory. Every year they'd order her Christmas present from QVC, and it'd just be some random piece of junk. She got them good with that prank. I feel All like right.
2: that was the beginning of the what eventually turned into the wheel of the wheel of prizes, right? Yeah, thousand, thousand. Yeah,
0: thousand, yeah. yeah the, <laughs>
2: that's right. They <laughs> just keep spinning it until they got to the thousand. Yeah, oh man. Yeah. They like, they like the randomness. I appreciate their dedication to randomness, right? Wasn't it Adam Carolla who used to say that they actually had a, the wheel that they would spin to decide where they would go to breakfast after the show. And it, one of the places that was on there was a place that they absolutely hated, but they agreed that if it landed there, they had to go like, cause a wheel isn't any fun. If it's all positive prizes, there needs to be one potential loser in the bunch. So uh, I appreciate that, and I feel like we bring a little bit of that to to my podcast, right? There's like you got to establish rules and then play by those rules yeah. and see how it goes, right? Yeah. So.
3: Okay. All right. Moving on, K Rock was trending this week because of Kevin. Kevin posted or tweeted an article regarding how K Rock is basically dying from the Daily News and how they could come back. I read the article, and I found on the article there was also an ad, a want ad for their morning show to, re- I guess, replace Stryker. It doesn't say. To join a team, it just says a morning show person. Let me let me read the article. Hey guys, I'm working with the world famous K-Rock, Los Angeles. We need a solid, strong anchor for the morning show on this legendary radio station. Know how to build a great culture and do spectacular radio? You super talented, have a great attitude, and ready to do work that'll make you even an even bigger superstar in the industry? DM me any names, yours or others, even if they're working. Let This is freaking K-Rock, folks. So it read to me more like a one ad on Craigslist (laughs) or like a telemarketing scam.
2: And I mean, both Ralph and Allie, I think teed off on that tweet, right? They like co-tweeted it and they said, oh, you don't say. I've got a couple names in mind, you know? And it's like, guys, you are setting yourself up for this. Do you think this guy had any idea what he was walking into when he tweeted that? Cause like, I saw tons of responses from, you know, people that listen to Kevin and Bean back in the day, just saying, yeah, you guys are, you guys are idiots. And this is ridiculous that it's come to this. So man, too funny. Yeah.
3: I uh, shared it on the social club and um, I saw that Doto was interested and Doto is actually sending the guy some messages. So our thoughts in Paris go out to Steve Reynolds in North Carolina.
1: I mean, are they just doing a whole new morning show? Is Klein gone too?
3: According to Town, it's uh, Klein and Ally in the morning, and Omar sits in and so does Beer Mug a little bit. Edwin and I started chatting about uh, an old bit that Kevin and Bean used to do called Rahim and Honus when they would go out and investigate. So my uh, old classic Kevin and Bean thought it would be funny if Kevin and Bean applied as Rahim and Honus. And nobody else remembers Rahim and Honus.
2: I think that this was even before old. my time. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah This is I old go back,
4: timing.
3: Edwin and I go back to the 90s. Like they would do, like Man on the Streets or Investigates. And anytime it was some kind of weird, uncomfortable topic, they would go in as Raheem and Honus, so they wouldn't say they were Kevin and Bean.
2: <laughs> they picked the most I'd- believable names possible, the most common names that aren't going to raise any eyebrows. You know, just no, not at all. Classic, classic Kevin and Bean.
3: Oh, old Kevin and Bean was so weird. They would just pick out the weirdest things, and so that that's an example of it.
1: Yeah, I tried to do some research on that. I went to the archive, I ch- typed that, nothing.
3: All right. Podcast Roundup. Every week we cover all the podcasts. This week we're gonna include some of the crowdcasts, because Ralph Report and uh Cup of Tina Chat had their own crowdcast this Saturday. So on the Ralph Report, Munchin Monday was finally here. Edwin and I had been waiting for this one. Uh they ate chocolate covered cicadas. Uh, They did it on the Crowdcast, so if you're a three-star or four-star general, you get to actually see this. If you're a four-star general, you got to see the whole show live. The way to describe them is they look like little chocolate-covered peeps that were a little slightly melted or maybe little pieces of poop. Uh, Eddie loved them. It was uh, was quite amazing. (laughs) Let me play a clip. I always prep all this before we start, and then Uh it kicks me out. Uh Uh-huh. It's it's always it's true. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's look at a spinning wheel here.
0: Okay.
2: Uh I can play can some hold music. some hold music while Please we wait. Do. Just anytime you're ready, Chris, let me know.
5: What's your bacon? Fruitcake. Candy cherries red dye number two green cherries green ones too it's fruit cake
2: that's all i pulled never too early so for fruitcake. cake
7: no never
0: never never
2: <laughs> well it is yeah, uh have christmas
1: some <laughs> soft jazz from chicago you could play at a really loud volume
2: yeah there we go
1: please that's Are
6: a cicada you? it sure is Chocolate covered cicadas. That's fucking. Ugh. We did it. No. I'm next so bull testicles. I'm so sweaty. <laughs> bull
5: testicles are up next. And oh, I keep finding pieces of it in my mouth. <laughs> fucking bug every. <laughs> that's it for today.
6: My... my mouth is like a fucking roach motel now. There's just little pieces of bug everywhere. <laughs> that's it for today's... God damn it. Fuck you, Bridget. Munchin Monday.
3: Fuck you. It's just another munch in Monday. Munchin Monday. <laughs> oh, 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 is fine. So yeah. He said fuck you, Bridget, because she's the one that brought up the chocolate covered cicadas. I don't know. I enjoyed that very much. It was hilarious. It was worth the wait. And in the video you can see that Ralph is not enjoying it at all. He's
1: <laughs> completely hates
3: it, but he's just playing off of Eddie hating it so much that uh he, he won't let it show.
4: And Bridget from Long Island, her message was so funny as well. Like, I'm so sorry. She felt bad, but she knew it was a great bit, so it all worked.
3: We also find out this week that Ralph doesn't like scotch, the Duke of Bourbon does not like scotch, which made me kind of sad because I enjoy scotch. So Jen got called up. That's her Jen and Ralph talking.
4: Hey, Jen! Hi! Uh,
6: Real quick, if you folks aren't listening, well, not everybody would care, but Jen is involved in a very entertaining podcast for you folks who know me from the Kevin and Bean show on K-Rock called Quitters Never – what the hell is it called?
4: Quitters Never Give Up.
6: That's it. Quitters Never Give Up. Thank you, Jen. Um, (laughs) And that they go back and they look back over the history of the Kevin and Bean show on K-Rock FM here in Los Angeles. And I was recently a guest on that program and had a great time. And if you are a a fan of mine from my work on that radio show back in the day – I suggest you seek out Quitters Never Give Up and give them a listen because they do a great job with that. Show.
3: So Yeah. Ralph remembered us. Yay. But also it was funny that no one ever remembers our name, which is cool. That's See, I'm awesome. not the only one, Lindsay. <laughs> Even the great Ralph Garman.
1: Mm-hmm. But
3: Jen also had a really good message, a real cool message about uh, animals. Uh, you want to talk about that a bit, Jen?
4: So because now the pandemic's over, everybody adopted dogs and cats a year ago. They're all getting sent back to uh, animal controls and shelters. So if you can donate blankets or food, you know, it doesn't have to be money, money's great. Um, but if you have time to walk a dog, um, if you have time to foster, if you have a house that's dog friendly and you wanna foster a dog or a cat, um, anything to help the animals of our world at the moment. Very cool. Well, and it was funny because I when I got on, Carrie, the, you know, the Crowdcastle chat thing goes like crazy, right? Yeah. Carrie asked, does anybody want to get on? And nobody responded. I'm like, well, I'll get on. Didn't know I had to have a plan. Right. And so I get on and then he, t- he talks about everything else. So he's like, you got a question for us? I'm like, nope. <laughs> like, but I got a PSA. So I just kind of did that.
3: Other things that happened on the Ralph report, the Garmin raised $535 for Habitat for Humanity. The video fault was, uh, movies on movies. You find out that Eddie would eat a flamingo. Also, Ralph took a deep dive into the theme song for Chico and the Man, which is a very old show, which uh, makes me want to ask the question: Does Lindsay know what Chico and the Man is?
0: A giant negatory.
3: Does anybody know what Chico and the
2: Man is? This one was even before my time, too. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I love that show. Jack Albertson, Freddie Prince. Really, it was a
2: not that Freddie Prince, Freddie Prince Senior.
1: His dad, dad, yeah, Freddie yeah. Prince, yeah. not Junior, dad. yeah. It was kind of formulaic, formulaic, because Jack Albertson was the old cranky guy, and uh, Freddie Prince was the the hip guy. So they kind of played off that. But Freddie Prince was so charismatic; uh, he totally made that show. So yeah, I loved it as a kid.
3: Moving on to Janky Town, Dave talked the Clippers. Omar has a new podcast on Odyssey with Klein about fathering. So yay, another podcast to, to nope. talk about or ignore. No hmm. skip it. <laughs> I don't know. I like O I like Omar's take on fathering a lot of times or on parenting.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Do you think it'll be less janky than the janky town? Do you think he'll like actually put time into editing or no? Do you think it's the same same story?
3: Well, there is uh, no beer mug factor, so That's
2: true. That's true. Yeah, that it- All
3: right. Omar also did a wedding this weekend and uh he showed a video of a guy doing cocaine inadvertently on the side. I saw the video on his feed, and he talked about it on Janky Town. Kevin actually caught it, you know, because it's just this little quick little glimpse of some guy it looks like he's snorting. Dave argued and doesn't believe he was he was doing anything. Dave said the guy looked too dorky and was probably wiping out snot instead of uh, doing cocaine because he was out in public view of this whole party. So I don't know. The debate is still on, and uh, Omar isn't picky about his gigs. He'll do weddings, funerals, consummation rituals, anything you want him to DJ, which is odd because he works for Odyssey, does 16 stations and two podcasts. Beer Mug uh, was MIA again. They went into a long chat of what they're going to do with Beer Mug. They actually moved game night to fit his schedule and uh, he missed game night. He was at O'Grady's and when he was on it was just really loud and distracting. And But they they came back around on, on Beer Mug. You know, It was that whole fire beer mug at the beginning and then it just came right back around because the guy's so frustrated and he screws up and then he goes and snorts Tabasco and shows you that he'll do anything you ask him. So they're like, we got to keep him around. And then Beer Mug called in and it was just a whole classic Beer Mug tale. I don't know why he's so entertaining to me. I, I love listening to his stories. I love listening to all the times he screws up. Just got this je ne sais quoi of dumb fuckery that I just don't know what to... <laughs> I don't know what to do
2: with. It's because he's, he's genuine. I don't think he's making any of it up. Like, you just said he was at O'Grady's of his own accord. He wasn't there with the microphone to do Kevin and Bean segment. He actually loves going there. It's so great.
1: Was that oh. the second time he did that? Yeah. Nope. He said, he told them, I can't come here. I'm picking my kid up. And like, okay, okay, we'll move it. And then he fell asleep, and he didn't show for that one either. Yeah. But you're right. At the end, there's something likable about Beer Mug. So he always brings it back at the end.
3: All right, on Cup of Tea in a Chat, Bean is in America in New Orleans. He brought us a story of uh, murder and revenge from Christopher Goddard, Goddard, Godford, Goddard, Godford. They talk about giant exploding crotches. They have a new mascot, Agnes the guinea pig, who sneezes like Bean. They celebrated half Christmas with the possibility of Christmas sweater merch. Uh, some of the things I want to go into, though, are Bean visiting his storage unit. You visit this on the Crowdcast, and again, if you're a colossal disaster or higher, you get to see the Crowdcast. And this was, this was worth it because he, he showed some really old Kevin and Bean pictures. He had a picture of Kevin making a pizza in a tank top, a uh, picture of bald Bean after a scooter accident that Eddie and I talk about that doesn't seem to exist anywhere else but in o- old people's memories. He had a picture of Donna with a pig in the bath, which is something that has always been talked about on Kevin and Bean but has never been seen before. But we got to see that. Then we have Bean's injury update. So on the injury pool, he has no injuries. Bean's still the healthiest man alive. He posted a video of how badly it was raining on him in New Orleans, but he pulled through. So all the money that everybody put into our pool, um, I get to keep you sick bastards for betting on being getting hurt. But lastly, on episode 106, Ali had an epic rant because of a of a horrible song by Matthew West called Modest is Hottest. And we haven't had a Ali fights lately, but this one was really good. And uh, I, I I couldn't agree more wholeheartedly with uh, everything she said. The song was just gross, dumb, and has everything wrong with, uh, with everything about the the idea that they're trying to spread. Let me play a little clip of Ali kind of going off on it real quick.
0: Maddie, uh, maybe write a song to boys write a song to boys about hey doesn't really matter what she's wearing Mm -hmm. keep your hands off her unless she's consenting that would be a great song i know it doesn't rhyme it's not modest as hottest and uh (laughs) pair of slacks and a turtleneck but why is the onus always on the freaking girls why
3: yeah so you see just a little bit there but she scaled it all the way up to 11 and uh it was
2: well deserved and i was just sitting there cheering me too i thought that was a great take and Not said enough, like it's not it's not all on one side to uh, handle how these things tend to go. So, yeah, good job, Ali. I think she does a great job of, you know, when the whole Jensen thing came up, like she has a does a really good job of just like kind of putting her flag, I think, on the right side of things and expressing herself really well. So,
1: okay, well, Kevin and Bean pulled a fast one on me last week or this week because they were on vacation June 21 to 25, 2010. So I went to June 21, 2012. Now, just to give you an idea how this day went, I personally loved it. Let's see what Bean thought of the show.
5: I, um, I apologized on Twitter for yesterday's show,
1: Lisa. <laughs>
5: I did. I said, I,
1: I think I agree with you people. Today's show wasn't very good. I don't know why you apologized. I listened to it. It was fine. <laughs> Let me tell you some of the guests. And it's kind of crazy because this was a midweek show. And nothing was really going on, but here's who was on. Maggie Gyllenhaal, she called in to pitch her new movie. It was called Hysteria. Brad Williams came into the studio. Doug Benson came into the studio. Dr. Drew called in. It was his regular day. And Felipe Esparza also came into the studio. Like I said, I don't know what the heck was going on that day. It wasn't April Foolishness, but these guys all came in. And another big thing that happened, this was a big moment for me, they were doing the reboot of Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man, the Andrew Garfield one. So all that week, Ralph was asking trivia questions about comic books, which I loved because I grew up as a comic beak. But I thought, eh, it's getting kind of boring. Why don't we try something different, Ralph?
6: And this was a cool idea, and this came from listener Edwin, and I want to uh, thank him for this. He has got a website, and he posted sound clips from the 1960s animated TV show Spider-Man. That's the one the big theme comes from, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. It was the big animated. For the longest time, that was the only real version of Spider-Man you could find on television that was worth a damn. So what he's done is he's taken classic quotes, clips, from Spider-Man villains from that classic animated show. Okay. I will play a clip of the villain, and if you're a Spider-Man fan, you should be able to figure out what villain is
1: saying that line.
3: Oh, I'd like to play this.
1: Okay, good. We're all going to play. Christopher, you can go first.
3: This was my jam. When I was little, this was my show.
1: Of the
6: villain, and if you're a Spider-Man fan, you should be able to figure out what villain is saying that line. All right. Here is your audio clue for Name That Spidey Villain. Spider-Man! Your webs are useless against me, for all the power of electricity is mine. Sounds like Roland. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What supervillain <laughs> against Spider-Man from the 1960s cartoon was
3: that clip from... That's a Electro.
1: Right on. It's kind of funny because that villain did sound like um, like Roland or another famous actor. He was in a, um, The Princess Bride. What was his name? Anyway, I think they're going the to talk about- The Inconceivable Guy. Yeah, that's the guy. He plays
2: Vincini. Yeah, that's I right. can't think of his actual name, but yeah. Inconceivable, Okay. So, that guy.
1: so you got it right, but let's see if the contestant way back in 2012 got it right. Is you it? To go ahead and
5: just take the winner now, Ralph, or do you want to wait?
1: Oh, we're all right, we can take the winner now captain suspense <laughs> all right where to build it
6: Derek <laughs> Electro hey. Electro absolutely yes one of my favorite Spidey villains congratulations hold on I'm going to give you all the details but you will get to see the adventures of the amazing Spider-Man before anybody else
1: okay uh, who's next Lindsay, are you going to play? You don't look too interested.
6: Uh,
0: uh, not unless it's from a movie that was aired in 2005 or later. Okay. So probably well, not.
1: <laughs> I still want you to try it. This one should be easy oh, if you've God. ever seen a Spider-Man. Here is this
6: hour's Spider-Man villain piece.
1: Today
6: I rule the swamps.
1: Tomorrow the world.
6: On the swamps. Tomorrow, Tomorrow the world. world. I missed my call. I should have been a voice of in the '60s, man. Should had good times. Andrew, who uh, who said that clip we played from the '60s Spider-Man cartoon show? The lizard. Okay. Oops. Uh, I, <laughs> <test the laughs> I didn't
0: know that. I knew it. God, he, he, he <laughs> beat me to Shoot. it. I was gonna say Father Time. Honestly, that sounds like an old guy.
6: <laughs> yes, he does. Andrew, who uh, who said that clip we played from the '60s Spider-Man cartoon show?
1: The lizard. Huh? No. Oh my God! The hell! That's right. You got to up your ass.
6: Congratulations, Andrew! You're going to see the Amazing Spider-Man at the red carpet premiere. Sweet. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> all right, hold on. We'll give you all the details. <laughs> the lizard, lizard. Spider-Man.
5: He's saving it for the for the night. He's saving oh, it for God. seeing Spider-Man. <laughs> He's
7: saving it so his whole life. <laughs> unbelievably high right now. <laughs>
1: That's kind of funny. I am not sure if I got this clip, but that guy I don't know. Maybe he just woke up. Maybe he was a wake baker. So they kind yeah, of had fun right. with that.
2: Maybe it was Eric from Clearwater before he you know moved to Clearwater.
1: Totally. I feel
0: like Eric even had more energy than that person. <laughs>
2: that's true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Luke, as the special guest, I'm going to let you do this one. Ready? Good morning. Oh,
6: I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I'm, not. I'm concerned Luke. about you, Vanessa. Are I'm, you
1: a Spider-Man fan? I am. All right. Are
6: right. you in bed still?
7: I am. Okay. So sure. That's what I
6: thought. Her alarm didn't go. On. Vanessa, oh. <laughs> Once I unlock
5: the secrets in this book,
6: I'll have
5: supernatural
1: power. <laughs> have a pumpkin,
2: dearie. That would be the green goblin.
1: Yay. The Thank pumpkin you. Gave it away. Okay, um, I'm not sure if this one's gonna work, but we're gonna give Jen a shot. Ready, Jen? I'm ready. Ba, 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 ba.
4: Spider Man Spider-Man. Spider-Man does whatever a spider can
6: spins a weapon. Any size, can't Just like guys, look out. Look out! Here comes a Spider-Man. Yeah. Is he strong? Listen, Bud, he's got radioactive blood. <laughs> Those are the lyrics? My favorite lyric from wow. that song by far. Yeah. We Listen, have, Bud. We've been giving away <laughs> tickets to the red carpet premiere of the amazing Spider Man. Yeah! I am just over the moon about this movie. I cannot wait to see it. It is going to happen in Westwood. You will see it before anybody else on the 28th of June. On the red carpet will be all the stars of the movie, including Andrew Garfield, the new Spider-Man, Emma Stone, Dennis Leary, Martin Sheen, Sully Field, Reese Witherspoon. Anyone we've heard of? Theaters, in every, Theaters everywhere will have the film July the 3rd on a Tuesday, but you will see it before anybody else if you're... The person who knows the answer to my trivia question. We've been having fun all morning with the Spider-Man cartoon from the 60s, playing little snippets of dialogue from the legendary Spider-Man villains that appeared in that c- cartoon series. Uh, we did Electro. We did, uh, what was the other one? The Great uh, Question. Uh, we did uh, the, lizard. the Lizard. The Lizard. The Question's not a villain. He's a, he's a superhero. Whatever. And he's not even Marvel. Oh. So get it right. Sorry. Here's another clip from the 60s TV series. You just need to identify what Spider-Man supervillain this is Spider-Man, no one can interfere with my band. I'll
4: stop you with my all-powerful arms. Um, all was in the movies. Before. I watched that one with the kid. Hiddleston kid? No. Yeah, it's Tom Hiddleston plays him now, right? Really Tom Holland. Tom yeah. uh, Hiddleston
2: plays Loki, That's you might right. be thinking of. Yeah. Yeah,
4: but I saw the one with Tom Holland, and I was, maybe it was the bad guy in that one.
1: Okay. Uh, wanna I want to steal
3: I want to yeah. steal I want to steal
1: you want to steal okay
3: steal, yeah. steal Doc Ock
4: exactly what
3: Dr. That- Octopus
2: Dr. Octopus
6: oh oh, I, oh, oh. The be the first caller to get through and you get a pair of tickets to attend the red carpet premiere of the amazing okay. all powerful arm man that's right it's <laughs> bicep boy <laughs> do we have an answer to my trivia question we do I believe Tom on line four may know the answer can we play the uh, the clip one more time I demand no one can interfere with my fans. I'll stop you with my all-powerful arms. I'll stop you with my all-powerful arms.
1: Who is that, Tom? Dr. Octopus. Doc Ock, of course it is. Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Doc well, Ock. You know what's funny? This one came right after the lizard question. So you hear the guy, he really enunciated. Doc right. Ock. He didn't want <laughs> Kevin and me to mock him, I think.
2: Right. You know? Put some energy into that answer. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, by the way, I wanted to mention, this show was on when I was a kid, so it's way back when. You guys should look it up. The animation's very limited, but the music and the voice acting are really excellent. They hold up even all these years later. So I'd recommend to anyone out there, look up the original Spider-Man cartoon from the old days. I think it was 67?
3: Yeah, I have the collection. They don't hold up for the young people. The young kids are... Yeah, my kids are have no want no part of it, and really? they love Spider-Man.
2: Yeah, spoiled. they're spoiled. Like, wow. they... Well, when you've got Into the Spider-Verse to compare it to, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's pretty hard to beat. Into the Spider-Verse also features a female Doc Ock, so that was a fun little yeah. twist.
1: My nephew loves Into the Spider-Verse. He made it's me so hit good. it twice, and then he bought the movie. Oh, he loves that movie. Smart nephew, no. you got there. Yeah,
3: when that was on Netflix, it was just on repeat.
1: One last thing on this show. This was six twenty-one twelve. A very famous birthday, Lana Del Rey. Now, of course, we know her from her favorite, her famous clip. And so I'm like, I don't think I ever heard that, even though I've heard the clip a million times. So let's go back and we can listen to how this actually came to be. How was the
5: video games video made? It looks like it's you singing but interspersed with lots of what seems like found footage from mm-hmm. the 50s through the 70s. How how did that even happen?
0: Cuz I've been an editor for 9 years. Um I edit other bands videos in Brooklyn and um, I edit my own.
5: It's not You made this video? Obviously. Well, I didn't know. That's very very impressive. Sorry. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. No, I did That sounded a little snobby. I gotta (laughs)
1: be honest. I know. It's because (laughs) no one thinks I do anything. It's crazy. So that's the origin of that famous clip. But she was actually in the studio. And if you actually listen to the whole thing, she doesn't seem like that snobby. But it is funny, though. (laughs) What were you listening to? Yeah. Yeah. When I listen I heard to her that, afterwards, she's kind of laughing at it, laughing at herself. Uh, if you listen uh. to the whole thing, I don't think she sounds as bad as just taking the obviously clip out.
2: Well, and didn't didn't Bean pull one of her songs for Cup of Tea Jam? Like, he still likes her in spite of the obviously, right? So Every time to this day I hear
3: someone say obviously, I hear that voice.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so like I said, that was June 21st, 2012. It's kind of like a great album. I'd recommend everyone out there go to the archive, look that day up, listen to the show. That's why Kevin and Beam more great. Okay, just one last thing. This wasn't from that show, but I just happened to be listening to another show today, and we were talking about Omar, how great he is. Now, at this time, they were giving away tickets to the new Lone Ranger movie, the reboot with Army Hammer. And this is something Omar came up with, and it's just genius. genius western. Can you name that best western? Can you name that best western? Best westerns.
2: Can you can you can you can you can you name that best western? Can you can you can you can you can you name that best western? Can you can you can you can you can you name that best western? Can you can you can you can you can you name that best western? Can you name the 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 best western?
6: I hope. Kevin.
5: Thank you, Ooh, Omar.
1: Yeah. Thank you. So just another random clip from the old days. That so that's awesome. kind of the week that was, the, that wasn't this time. <laughs> all the way back to you.
3: <laughs> I always love when Omar's music goes, he just keeps going and going. Always Imagine him
2: it's just sitting in his, his office or wherever he did all that stuff, and just it's just him alone in a room and a microphone, and he's just saying, can you, can you, can you, just over and over again. I just like thinking about what went into... <laughs> The end result's great, but there was a moment when it, like, you know, it was just Omar alone in a room, just screaming into a microphone.
3: I imagine it's what Ralph says uh, for inspiration is panic. Omar's uh, themes always sound like he's like, I got to do this right now.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Can you, can
4: you, can you name that business
3: What was the
2: first idea I had? Good enough. Let's go with that. Yeah. Yeah. But they're always awesome. They're always the best.
4: I'm listening in 2008. So one of the things was the calling foreign countries.
7: (laughs) Every time we're out in public, people come up to me and they say, "Kevin Bean, how do you do those investigative reports? There's so information. Call more that, foreign countries. So that they so states? information. <laughs> <laughs> so information.
5: Like, does Eli Manning approach you outside? Call more
7: for? foreign countries. They are our, our fans listen, demand God that. God damn it, they demand that. These what? are
6: always horrible, pointless exercises
7: right. in radio tedium. Let me. This is what this is. Let me explain to you what this no, story is. let me is. Explain to you and what then, this is. And then you tell us how we can do anything except call Chile. Okay. The teens call their public orgies Panseo. On a typical Friday afternoon in the Chilean uh, capital of Santiago, hundreds gather in an urban park for a few hours of sexual experimentation. Yay! When the party is over, no contact information is exchanged. They just go... They have sex in public at the park. They have a huge orgy, and then they leave. And this is becoming more commonplace in Chile.
6: I'm all for that. Okay, not wrong. I never have how any do, problem with any of the stories that spur you down this wrong-headed path. How do the we not make this call? The stories are always interesting. Right. However, your version of what you call investigative journalism <laughs> usually involves calling a 7-Eleven or a guy who works the counter at the Holiday Inn in Santiago and says... Do you know about the sexy teens who are having the orgies? Do sir. The orgies, do you know about them? How how do, dare you? <laughs> That's how usually dare how you? the investigative journalism goes. I believe it was the last time we
7: tried this. We got somebody who knew the story, talked to us, remember that? Yes. We did. That's that was right. a
6: first in the history okay, of so Kevin and so the Kevin. In for the last in the second. last one, we were we're 100%. So <laughs> yeah. Okay? <laughs> so you're a guy who gets up to bat a thousand times. Yes, but
7: I just hit a home run. How dare you?
6: And, but the rest of the time you you struck out. You didn't, sure. didn't even get a piece of the ball. That's you correct. You just three <laughs> Right. Let's call <laughs> Santiago Diego Chili
5: and find out more information about the pun sale because it sounds like fun. One 15 year old girl with
2: pink hair and a pierced chin.
4: Alright, so that one goes on for like 10 minutes.
2: I feel like that was the beginning too of the Wheel of Bad Animal Voices, right? Because it's kind of the same shtick, except they're actually in on it that time i think like ralph got that idea kind of from how all those calls tended to go uh all right and you want me to yeah, say say, say bye bye okay well uh thanks all of you kevin and bean uh old and young fans alike for listening that's uh that's gonna do it and allow me to just steal straight from bean and, and this is an homage to you bean
1: sorry we're out of
6: time What you making? Fruitcake.
5: What you baking? Fruitcake. Candy, cherries, red dynamo.